Hello and welcome to the February 15th edition of the Fantasy Let and Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten. Very, very, very mixed. I feel like I'm saying mixed results every single week, but I had four wins, I had two losses, and I had a draw. So as a bit of an update across the seven leagues, I'm sitting fourth in three leagues. I'm sitting third in one league. I'm sitting second in a couple of leagues. And the outlier is that I'm sitting 10th in one league. Um, that league is one that I run with the podcast. So it's actually one with uh, quite a few of the, the podcast listeners, podcast followers. And it's pretty embarrassing that I'm sitting 10th in that one, given so I've got two leagues for the podcast. I'm sitting third, I think, or fourth in one of them. And then I'm sitting 10th in the other. And I've got a very similar team in both. So not sure what's going on there. Obviously, one is probably more competitive than the other or I'm just getting horrible luck. Either way, it's not looking good for that one in terms of making finals, but for the other ones, it looks pretty good. I've got a little bit of work to do, but it looks okay. So on to the waiver wire and updates podcast this week. We're coming into week nine. Um, it's getting to the crunch time. I think we're just going up to halfway through the season. So if you are looking and you've got a couple of games outside of playoffs, maybe it is time to make a couple of moves. Maybe it's time to swing for the fences and try and get some players who uh, maybe high risk, but also high reward. Maybe it's also time for, if you are, you know, top, top two and you've got a couple of games clear, maybe it's time that you, you start to look at some players that are coming back from injury. Maybe trade for a, a CJ McCollum, maybe trade for a JJJ, maybe trade for a Nurkic, somebody like that, that, come finals is going to hit their straps and, and maybe make the difference for you. But yes, as I was saying, wave of wire and updates podcast. I'm going to run through some injuries, sell high candidates, buy low candidates, and then go through the schedule. And the most important one is obviously the best players to pick up and to be watching injuries. So KD, he's going to miss the next two games with a hamstring injury. I don't see too much here. It's just KD being KD. He's going to be okay. Don't worry about that. PJ Washington, he's out with health and safety protocols. Cody Zeller and Miles Bridges are definitely the ones to pick up there. Charlotte do have a short week, but they are the ones to pick up for that. Drew Holiday, he's also out with health and safety protocols. He's been out for a little while now. He's been out for probably three or four games, so he's probably got another week left. Laurie Markkinen, he's targeting early March with his shoulder injury. Very frustrating if you're a Laurie Markkinen owner. I am, and it sucks. If you can get rid of him, try to. PG, no return date still for his toe injury. Not sure what's going on there. It's still day to day, but I don't know. It's it's a little concerning. We know that Derek White had a an injured toe and he was out for six weeks or so. So PG, hopefully he's not out that long, but yeah, very frustrating. Mitchell Robinson. Fractured hand, four to six weeks. Nerlens Noel, he's obviously the big winner there. And then Anthony Davis. That is the biggest injury update that we could be talking about. It looked pretty innocuous. It was a non-contact injury. All he did was push off and he he struggled to take, to take flights and he struggled to leave the court after his free throws. My biggest concern here, and it looks as though they're getting scanned for a ruptured Achilles, we know the damage that that will cause. That is obviously going to be a season-ending injury and probably getting into the start of next year. It's, yeah, that would that would really, really hurt the Lakers' chance of winning the 
the NBA finals. It would hurt their chances of making the NBA finals. And obviously, it's going to hurt Anthony Davis in terms of any sort of fantasy. Who to pick up? I'll get to that in a second. And if it is, if he is out long term, I will probably do a podcast on what that looks like and the sort of plays to pick up there. But yeah, fingers crossed for Anthony Davis and for any Anthony Davis owners out there. Top three sell high guys. So the first one I've got here, I, I mean, he hit the waiver wire in a lot of the leagues that I'm in, and I didn't think that he was going to to be the sort of player worth owning. I didn't think that he was going to be any good this year, although I did whenever. He was sitting on draft night boards, but it's Al Horford. I mean, the last seven days, 18.8 points, 6.3 rebounds, six assists, nearly a steal and a half, and one turnover. The, I mean, the, the steals are, are going to drop off. They're going to go back below one. He's never averaged more than one over the course of a season for his entire career, so that's okay. You know that's going to drop off, but... We know he's a really good passing big man and Shea needs another playmaker alongside of him while George Hill's out, while Theo Maladin's out. We know that Al Horford can do that. He's smart with the basketball. He takes his time. He can shoot it from pretty much anywhere. So that's not too surprising. But what I am concerned about is the longevity here. 31 and a half minutes over the last seven days. He's not in their future, although I don't think that they're going to be able to trade off his contract think he's owed or he's got a purely guaranteed contract over the next two years for about 43 million, maybe a little bit more. But 18.8 points, six and six, I don't see that being sustainable. I think he's going to drop back to 15, seven and five, 15, seven and four. So if you can get rid of Al Horford, I think now is the, the prime time to do so. Although it would be pretty tough to get rid of such a good passing big man. I understand that, but I, I would say he's not going to keep this up all year. So if you can get a trade going, maybe maybe offer him as part of a package. I don't think one for one you're going to get the value that you probably want, but if you can package him up with somebody else, maybe that's the way to go. Terry Rozier, scary Terry. So I mean, in the past, so let's go let's go the past seven days first. Past seven days, he's been going at thirty point eight points. 2.3 turnovers, fine. Half a, half a block, a steal, 3.5 assists, five rebounds, and he's been shooting at a ridiculous 56% from the field. He's been shooting nine shots a game behind the line, shooting at 50% from behind the line. That's not going to be sustainable. That's not Terry Rozier numbers at all. He's always going to get decent points. That's fine, but he's not going to be shooting that high a percentage throughout the course of the season. So far this year, he's just over 20 points. This is off the back of a really nice run for the last two weeks. 20.6 points. He's been shooting it at 44% from behind the arc. Awesome numbers. And 49% from the line. So obviously, those numbers are quite a bit lower than what he's been putting up over the last seven days, let alone the last 15 days. It's similar sort of numbers. So, I mean... Where's he going to be at the end of the year? I think he's going to be just shy of 20 points. I think he's going to be closer to 46. Uh, That's a lie. I think he's going to be closer to about 44% from the field. Last year, he was only at 42% from the field for 17.6 points. So you know that he throws it up. That's not a surprise. What is a surprise is the field goal. So 
Right now, massive, massive sell high window for Terry Rozier. In his last seven days, 30.8 points. His last 15 days, 27.3 points, shooting a ridiculous clip. So if you can get rid of him now, would be the time to do so. Over that same stretch, Rudy Gobert. So let's look at his last seven days. Rudy Gobert, we all know that he is a powerhouse when it comes to blocks and boards. So 3.3 blocks and 12 boards is not going to surprise anybody. What is going to surprise you is 82% from the lot, so 82% from the field at 20 points per game. Now, I am not a Gobert aficionado. I, I don't pretend to be. But last year, he only averaged 15 points per game. For the season proper, he's only averaging 14 points per game. The blocks are going to be there. The boards are going to be there, but the points are not going to be there. So if you can get rid of him while he's at his ridiculous sky high 20 points per game, absolutely do so. 20 points per game on 82% from the field. It's only nine shots, but it's still decent, decent numbers. I would be trying to move on Rudy Gobert as a sell high option right now. On to the buy lows. So... Rashawn Holmes, he has, I mean, I feel like I've spoken about him a lot. And he is ranked, so according to ESPN, he's the seventh ranked center in the league. And I don't understand why. He, for the year, he is averaging 12.8 points, 1.6 blocks, 7.7 rebounds, 80% from the line on two shots a game and 65% from the field on 8.4 shots per game. So those numbers, I mean, as you look at them, they're they're not too bad. 13 points, block and a half, decent boards, great percentages. Over the last seven days, however, 11 points, not too much of a change there but only just over half a block per game and five rebounds off your center, off your seventh-ranked center in the NBA. Now, those stats are horrible. Two turnovers as well. Those stats are horrible. So we know that Rashawn Holmes is going to increase on those stats. But what our biggest concern is, is when is he going to turn that around? His minutes have been down to 22 points Sorry, 22 minutes per game over the last seven days. Over the last 15 days, it's been at 27 minutes. So we do know he is going to turn it around. Hopefully, it's going to be sooner rather than later. He is definitely somebody that I'd be looking to buy low on because he's a good blocker. He has great percentages. He's not going to get you much else besides that. And Sacramento, uh, obviously, not going to be playing too much of Hassan Whiteside because he stinks. His attitude stinks and he stinks. So... Rashawn Holmes, definitely somebody that you should look at as a buy low option. Again, I'd be looking to package him up with somebody else to, to really maximize that. Now, I'm going I'm to skip over this next person so I can actually, no, they're both playing just as poorly as each other. So, Andre Drummond. Um, so, Andre Drummond is normally a beast, but over the last seven days, and I think this is going to show who's winning the battle between him and Jared Allen. So Jared Allen is going to be their center of the future. Andre Drummond is going to be traded. There's no two ways about that. He will not be a Cleveland player by the end of the year. Over the last seven days, Andre Drummond 
He's only averaging nine points. He's turning the ball over twice a game. 0.7 blocks, 1.7 steals. That's great. Not the blocks, the steals. 1.7 assists, 8.3 rebounds, which is probably half of what you're expecting from Andre Drummond. 37% from the line, fine, but 43% from the field of 9.3 shots per game. Now, if you compare that with his season stats of 17.5 points, 1.2 blocks, 1.6 steals, 13.5 rebounds, 47% from the field. Now, Andre Drummond is a monster. Andre Drummond will land somewhere where he will continue to be a monster because there was somebody that will take him on and he is a nice player. He puts up good numbers and he brings people into the stadium. So that's fine. And it'll be somebody stupid like Charlotte who will take him and he will be really, really good there. But at his current price, you've got to make an offer. Nine points. What did I say his rebounds were? Eight rebounds. Nine points and eight rebounds on 43% shooting. You've got to float some offers. I'd be offering some highball stuff on those numbers. I'd be offering him at the value that you think you're going to have of him, maybe a little bit less than that because he's a jet. He's going to be okay. It's just a matter of time until he gets traded. So I'd be trying to get him now. The same as RJ Barrett. So I've never been an RJ Barrett guy. I probably will never be an RJ Barrett guy. But over the last seven days, 9.3 points, 4.3 rebounds, pretty much nothing else. and a whopping 29% from the field. 11.7 shots per game, and he's made 3.3. Now, I personally am a horrible basketball player, but I could do better than that. That is rubbish. RJ Barrett, is his percentages are always going to be down, but he's at 42% for the year, going at 16 points per game. Six boards, three assists. Last seven days... Yeah, I mean, the assist is still there, but 4.3 rebounds, 28.6% shooting. He's just horrible. Like, I I personally, yeah, I'm 5'10", and that's on a good day, and I reckon I could do better than 28.6% shooting from the field. It's just horrible. So if you're somebody who is not too concerned about your percentages, you're looking to bolster your points and you're looking to bolster your boards, RJ Barrett is absolutely your man to be targeting in a trade right now. You're going to have some frustrated owners, people who, if they are concerned about their percentages, will want to offload him very, very quickly. So I'd be trying to get me some RJ Barrett right now because, I mean, the window's not going to be any bigger than getting him right now. So onto the schedule. So we've got 19 teams with four games. Again, I'm not going to run through them because it's just arduous and you're not really going to be listening and jotting down all the numbers anyway. We do have two teams. So we do have one team which has got two games, and that's the Dallas Mavericks. So if you've got Luca or you've got um, Chris Stapps, be a little bit concerned. Back-to-backs, again, look into the description to go for them. One thing I will say about the back-to-backs is that Memphis, in the middle of the week, they have to play four games in five nights. So they've got back-to-back, night off, back-to-back. So if you're looking at somebody like a um, Tyce Jones, if you're looking at a Kyle Anderson, a Brandon Clark, um, I'd be picking them up, running them for the five nights because you're going to get four games out of them. So that's a pretty sweet deal. On to my top five players to stream slash own under 40% ownership. So 
off the glowing recommendation I just had for Memphis players, I don't have any Memphis players in here. What I do have is Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma obviously plays for the Lakers. Lakers only have three games this week. He's owning 35.7% of leagues. The reason that you want to pick up Kyle Kuzma is because we are pretty sure Anthony Davis is going to miss some significant time. And whenever Anthony Davis misses time, Kyle Kuzma balls out. So over the last seven days, he's at 16.3 points, 9.3 rebounds. You don't get too much else with Kyle Kuzma, but what you should expect is those numbers are going to be close to 20 points per game, close to probably seven or eight rebounds, maybe not nearly 10, while Anthony Davis is out. He's going to get huge usage, whether that is with the second unit or the first unit. I would be looking at Kyle Kuzma as, especially if I've got Anthony Davis, if if you've got Anthony Davis and Kyle Kuzma is sitting on your waiver wire, pick him up right now because he is such a good handcuff and AD is going to miss time. Kyle Kuzma is definitely the pickup of the week for me and pickup long-term. Cody Zeller, he's somebody that I mentioned right at the start. He is the player to own for Charlotte. Charlotte do only play three games. He is owned in 31.9% of leagues on ESPN, but he's going to get the lion's share of the work with PJ Washington missing time. Cody Zeller, he's a just a... I mean, he's boring, but he, he just gets the job done. 11.5 points, 7.5 rebounds over the last seven days. His minutes are going to tick up with PJ Washington down. I'd be looking at him. He's going to just get you a, a nice, pretty simple double-double on most nights. So I'd be looking at him. The next one I've got is Nerlens Noel. So as I mentioned before, you can see a bit of a trend here. As I mentioned before, Mitchell Robinson, he's out with a fractured hand. He's going to miss four to six weeks. The only other person on New York's list is Taj Gibson, who could fill this position. Now, Taj, I, I joke, but Taj might play a few minutes. Nerlens Noel, he's going to be the one who gets the bulk, though. We know what he can do whenever he gets minutes. He's a stealing, blocking machine. He's not going to get you much on the offensive end. He'll get you some boards, but Nerlens could absolutely get you for the next four to six weeks. He could, while Mitchell Robinson's out, he could average. Two and two, two steals and two blocks, and no one would bat an eye because that's the sort of player that he is. He's always been that sort of player. He just doesn't do anything on the offensive end, which has limited his ability to to really cement himself as an NBA player. But Nerlens Noel, 15.5% of leagues, New York play four games. I'd be looking at him if you need steals and blocks, which everybody does. So go and pick him up. Kendrick Nunn, Goran Dragic, he's still out. So Kendrick Nunn is going to get quite a few of the minutes. Four games this coming week, 38.9% of leagues he's rostered in. And he's looked really good over the last week. 16.7 points, 2.7 steals, not much else on the rebounds and assists side. 44% from the field, hasn't missed a shot at the line, and he's making three triples a game. I mean... Until Goran Dragic is back, none's going to get the minutes. 36 minutes. It's crazy that they play Goran Dragic, who's about 1,000 years old. Kendrick Nunn shows that he can play really good basketball when given the opportunity. Yet, whenever they don't play them both side by side, they don't play them both whenever they're both healthy. It perplexes me. But 
Kendrick Nunn, while Goran Dragic, in fact, Kendrick Nunn, while any of the guards in Miami are out. If Dragic is out, pick up Nunn. Same with Tyler Hero, um, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, any of those guys in this time, Kendrick Nunn is the player to own. And then finally, the resurgence of Joshua Jackson. So Josh Jackson, he, he started the year really, really hot, fell into a bit of a hole, but now is picking it up nicely. Over the last seven days, 16.5 points, five rebounds, steal and a block, or thereabouts, shooting at 51% from the field. He's, I mean, he's certainly not a sexy player. He's certainly not a player who I'd be wanting to own long-term because he's not exactly the most efficient. But what I would say is that while he's running hot, you've probably got to play him. I, Detroit is such a funny team. DeLon Wright, he's looking really good. There was a time that Wade Ellington was looking really good. Josh Jackson, now he's looking really good. So I would be running Josh Jackson while he's got the hot hand. Detroit, they've got four games this week. They are also depleted with Blake's always banged up a bit. Um, Mason Plumlee, he missed a bit of time. So you can be guaranteed that Josh Jackson's going to get the minutes. Whether he gets... 20, 25, or 30, depends on any given night, but he's going to put up shots. And if he makes them while he's got the hot hand, I'd be running with him. That's pretty much all for me this week, guys. Obviously, I wish everybody the best of luck in week nine. We are getting our way into the middle of the year, so do not be sleeping on injured players if you've got the flexibility to take some on. I would. If you don't, and you're holding on to them, I'd be trying to get rid of them at all costs because you need to get wins on the board. And the probably the most important thing is wins on the board right now. If and if that means you need to drop an injured player, I'd be doing so because if you're in a competitive league, you don't want it to come back and bite you in the butt and say that you are absolutely robbed come come the end of the year whenever you didn't make the playoffs. But anyway, as always, thank you for listening. Do not forget to rate and subscribe. 